it's a, a slow, meandering affair. He wants to kick, he's gotta go now. We're with Josh Kerr. All right, here, David Rivich. Josh Kerr. David Rivich. Josh Kerr's for real. Fastest D2, 1,500 meters. Josh Kerr on the outside. Way up front now is David Rivich. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Sit and Kick. I'm your host, David Ribich. And I am today truly the better host, Josh Kerr. Today we're sitting and kicking it with, let's be honest, too many people. Over the last two years, the Brooks Beast have scouted some ladies ranging from the 800 meters to the uh, 3K steeplechase, from trumpet players to nurses, from monster truck lovers to, oh, Lord, we Norman. Our first guest, um, with an appearance fee of breakfast and coffee, these are the Brooks Beast ladies. How are we doing? <laughs> We're doing pretty well, Josh. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you for so considerately asking us. Well, you know, I, I think everyone needs to make sure they lean into the, you know, into the into the mics to make sure everyone's getting heard. We did enough little uh, voice tests, and Dave's sweating over there, so I'm sure he's ready to get this rocking and rolling. Yeah, I am, and I might even take this piece out. But we, if you guys want to ask one of the questions instead of like stuttering over each other, just raise your hand, mm -hmm. and then like we can kind of base it off like a little schoolgirl type thing. Um, little schoolgirl is that kind of like yeah, your fantasy? Like no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Women's episode off to a great start. Yeah. Um, if anyone is a schoolgirl, it's you, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is our host, Josh. Curry. All right, so uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and do some individual introductions. Um, we'll, we'll go around and start with you, um, if you wanted to start, and then we'll go around the table and just so the sit and kick community can really get a feel for how great of people you all are. All right, I'm Carissa Nelson. Do I have something else? Yeah, where, where do you go to school? What event? Uh, Sanford University, a 1500 meter runner. Yeah, that's about it. I'm Ali Bohalski. I went to the Better SoCon School, Furman, and wow. I won the 5K. I'm Josh Kett. No, okay. No, no not you. <laughs> we all know where you went. You talk about yourself enough. Um, I'm Nia Agins. I went to the University of Pennsylvania, and I run the 800. Also recently passed the Inclux, so... Uh, nurse. Nurse Mia. Nurse Mia. He's a good brain too. Yes. Um, I'm Ali Ostrander and I went to Boise State. Um, uh, <laughs> the best Mountain West conference school there is. I run the steeplechase and longer distance events. So we, so we have some two two pretty good universities here in, in, in the University of Pennsylvania and Stanford. So what would be the... Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sam, not Stan. Okay. Stanford's Sanford. actually better than Stanford. And why is that? Because we're in the South. We're the Bible Belt. <laughs> yeah. um, Alio, you also are the first ever re-guest on the Sit and Kick podcast. You've done it once and... Once everyone found out that you're going to be back on the podcast, we got some messages saying, I'll listen to this one because you weren't that successful. Do you think that we should have Jake Whiteman on now as a re-guest because he just ran 329 um, for an incredible run at Monaco? Well, um, Dave, I, I think you should bring Whiteman back on. Um, but you actually just ruined one of my banter bowl questions for Josh, mm. so thanks for that. But, you know, it's pretty sad that... You guys are already recycling unsuccessful guests for your podcast. Um, and I think maybe that's one of the reasons why my joke food account has already surpassed you in followers. Mm. Okay, we're Less not going to get Less than a month in. Uh, we'll, we'll get into banter with Allie later because I have a lot to talk to her about. Um, so Josh, you want to kind of go away and get some chit chat rolling? Yeah, I mean, I, I we, we were able to get some breakfast going this morning with the appearance mm. of your coffee breakfast. We were not. I did. What, go, go ahead. Restart. So Dave tried to poison me by giving me almonds this morning, um, and I tried to get, they tried to poison me yesterday by Danny trying to give me almonds yesterday, so I don't know if there's something going on in this team that they just want to, I don't know, get, me, get rid of me or whatever, but Dave, Dave worked really hard at 6.30 this morning, just slaving away for three hours to make, I don't know, two pieces of French toast, and uh, just sweating his way through it, so it's been, it's been an interesting morning, and it's been, if anything, it's been a long one. <laughs> But, you know, I, I think the, the big thing for me was just definitely the coffee orders, Dave. I don't, I don't feel comfortable with coffee orders. I've never felt comfortable with coffee orders, and we got some pretty wild ones today. What one was the wildest? Probably my iced white mocha, limited milk. Yeah, and then you've got the decaf. What was it? D. Oh, I've got this in me. I've got the decaf um, almond milk latte, and then Ali Bohalski's extra hot latte, <laughs> and then we've got oh god, uh, an al an. Uh, 
What was yours? Americano with a sugar-free caramel swirl with steamed <laughs> oat milk um, that sprayed all down my leg when I was walking back. Yeah, so I'm going to need you to get me another one since so much of it was lost in transport. Um, but this time I'd like extra hot and maybe some whipped cream and sprinkles on top. Sprinkles on a coffee. Yes. You think that's necessary? Well, okay. if you're the one ordering, yes. Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah, it was an interesting morning for sure. And, you know, Dave was like, had this great idea, like, oh, we should have all of our women on because, you know, they're, they're doing really well right now and great personalities to have on the podcast. And I was like, no, that's a terrible idea. And here we are. And who's the winner? Let's be honest. I won, and do you think that we, I guess this is for you guys, um, did we nearly break up the women's team trying to organize this episode, or was it pretty easy for you guys to commit to the best podcast in uh, North America? <laughs> well, yeah, Josh really dropped the ball on that one. Um. Tumbleweed. Well, so so Carissa, Carissa and I were having um, some friends over for dinner on whatever Thursday night, and Josh knew about this, but he just assumed that we had invited Allie and Mia as well. And so he said, I know you guys are having a barbecue tonight, so why don't you just come early and we'll record the podcast. And Chris and I are just like, abort, abort. Allie <laughs> <laughs> weren't invited. Allie <laughs> be just like, I didn't hear about this barbecue. It's like a classic situation when you're in like grade school and you invite like four friends to your birthday party, but like three people aren't invited and then they find out about it and you just look like a complete mean person. It's okay. <laughs> Me and I have been crushing Harry Potter night, so. Have you guys been watching the movies? No, we've talked about starting it, but we haven't yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> First person of all time to... To play the Don't Harry Potter game. Don't expect me here, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Neo has been playing the Harry Potter game for weeks now, months, anything, and she hasn't watched any of the movies. So, read the books? No. And we wouldn't have run without me. So, yeah, that's I think true. It's fine. Neo definitely carried us. <laughs> I was the Harry Potter. Yes. <laughs> I think we should uh, kind of get get the the nerves out of myself um, and my sweaty pits over here. Um, and we should do the, the descriptive, descriptive game. What's the... Oh, the, the game that I made up? The game that you made up. For the first time in the sit and kick history, folks, Josh was the creative mind behind a segment <laughs> in the episode. Okay, so go ahead and describe the game, and we're going to get these ladies off and rolling with a fun one. I think we all remember the old uh, angles with angles. But anyway, so <laughs> this game will be... There's a ball in the middle, and we've got everyone on the uh, Brooks Beast team in there. It'll just be the first name, and I feel like you'd know who it is. So you have... Two teams here. You guys, Ali Ostrander and the uh, Aikens. Everyone seems to call you Atkins. Why is that? Uh, I don't know. Atkins diet? Very popular? I've never heard of it, actually. <laughs> really? No. As a nurse, you've never heard of the Atkins diet? No, and a nutrition major? No. Is that? <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> and on the other team, we've got Carissa Nelson and Ali Baholsky. So we're going to do probably, well, it's probably about 13, how many people on the team? 13, 15, something like that. So we're going to... First of all, you're going to grab, um, Nia, why don't you grab one of the uh, names in the middle and familiarize yourself with the name. Alex don't say it out loud. You don't say it out loud. And you have one word to describe that person. No, Alex, no, you can't, no, you can't. No. You just said Alex familiarize no, yourself. No, I said Nia. Also, I don't know this yeah, person. Yeah, perfect. That's great. Um, <laughs> so. I don't know him either. Here, how about this? We'll do this as an example. Barely. This as an example. No, this is, this is the one I was working hard that she would get and it went really well. <laughs> So I saw it have, right through the paper, by the way. Yeah, no, you're, it's fine. You're trying to describe it to Allie. Did she's you see the name? It. I saw the first letter. So that. That's so, yeah, that's, that's it. it. It's a very obscure Wait, 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 wait. No. Did you see the... I saw it. I saw yeah, it. I what are the odds that I know. I what, just, that re, just re-pick. Um, so you, you're going to say one word to Allie. You're just going to describe this person, but you can't... The word can't begin with any words that are in this person's name. So, like, Drew can't be described as dogs. Nia can't be described as nurse. Like, you guys oh, have no. to use yeah. word, one word to describe this person, and Alio has to get... Yeah, and we, we'll go back and forth, and we'll do first to three, or something. So, Nia, so if Nia. you want to go ahead and uh, start the game. Unknown. Your word to describe this person that's supposed to help me know who it is <laughs> is unknown. Yeah, you see who it is. Okay, <clears throat> well, let me just brainstorm. That is phenomenal. <laughs> uh, I only get one. Yeah, you only get one word. Okay. You have to get one word. Okay, so someone on the team, does this include Danny and Sarah? Correct. Okay, well, it's not either of them. 
Thanks for that time limit on this, huh? Okay. Yeah. Um, well, you got a minute, but you can keep going. The minute will start for the next round. Okay. This is an audio podcast, just to let you know. So people are sitting in silence, right? <laughs> <laughs> just, just throw a name out there. I'm aware. Right, you have 10 more seconds. Okay. That's fine. Um, That's easy I'm going to go with Drew. I know who Drew is. Yeah, he's the right answer was there. Ryan Vale. Oh, well, I didn't know he was included. He's on the team. <laughs> Did you not just see it? I didn't know. And you saw it the first time, right? The V? No, she, she, she only saw the V. Oh, I, I, thought it, I thought it was an N. Oh. oh. Okay. So she picked up Vale the first time and we're like, oh, she doesn't know. Put it back. Put it back and, and, and I picked, picked it up back again. Up and then picked Vale again. <laughs> so you, uh, you have a minute. Go. Polly. Drew. Wow. Alright, that's a point. Alright, we can come back from this. We, we had a rough start. Yeah, that minute. was a tough because I didn't know he was included, so one it really shouldn't even And Neil just joined the team like two months ago. Um, it's been six seconds so far. <laughs> meniscus. Oh, wow. Oh, um, Brandon. Come again? I was uh, incorrect. Yes! I think That's correct. No, no, she said Brandon. <laughs> That's correct. It's Brandon. There's no D. Which is mind blowing. Sorry. What? <laughs> <laughs> Am I actually a part of this team? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. People can still call you Atkins, so. That's yeah. yeah. You just added a yeah, D, but. It's Brandon. B R A N N. Wow. All right. Chris and Nelson with the slip. Um, Tex. Sarah. Yep, mm. You guys are just naming Don. Yeah, we're going to for the remainder. No names. No names. No name affiliation. <laughs> right, Neil, you're on. Okay. It's two one and our first three. The best so far. Uh. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> you're the worst picker of all time. <laughs> I know this is actually horrible. Um, <laughs> this should be easy. Why am I struggling? <laughs> Uh, that's too many words so far. No more words. One more, one word. Um, <laughs> it's been 20 seconds. Hey, stop putting pressure on her. I'm not. Atkins. Sorry. She <laughs> obviously is not like that. I wish you could see the mean glare. Uh, yeah. <laughs> legal. It's been half of the time and you haven't said I, a word yet. I don't know what you're she saying. Said a lot of words. Um, Have you seen who it is? It's I saw who it is. Yeah, it's pretty fun. We're chilling, we're chilling. You're, you're alright. You have 18 seconds in No, okay, yeah, I can do, do this, I can do this. No. Um, I help you. You gotta have 10 seconds to go. Nine. Phil. Mm, I can't do that. Phil! <laughs> Phil. <laughs> no, I can't do that, I can't four, do that. Three. Two. Katie? I'm sorry. It's her own name. It's literally my own name. Just say me. What in the world? That's the one person you could describe. <laughs> It's uh, the word can't begin with any letters in your name. I say so you we restart. Said, <laughs> you could have said rookie. Uh, what about acronyms? Yeah, how about this? We, that's you guys win the warm up, and then now we're in a serious. Uh, no. It's literally three letters. No, nope. no acronyms. That was the warm up. Now we're going into the real game. No names, only first Wait, letter. I can. <laughs> All right, zero zero. You guys are on deck now. So go ahead and draw paper. It's like you don't want us to win. Okay. Three, three, one, go. We need, we need to, this game is actually quite simple. Yeah, we tried I, to make it harder by saying you can't use the words. I know, I had a great one, but I can't say it. Yeah, you can. Uh, no, I can't, it's an acronym. Chris, I'm going to say don't whistle, Sorry. if that's alright. <laughs> <laughs> Husband. Danny? No. Oh, oh that was for guess. That was a guess.
One word, no names. <laughs> Solid 20 seconds of silence here. Hair. Hair? Yeah. <laughs> what? Crushed it. <laughs> well, you don't really define a characteristic of everyone just, on our team. Just get on my. I don't want to be on your wavelength. It's <laughs> <laughs> a seconds. dangerous place to be. No more words. Ten more seconds. Oh no. I know who it is. I have a guess. Five. Viv. Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah. What? There's no way that. And it's even one one. My name's a hairy guy. I was just thinking. He's gone through the most hairstyles on the team. There you go. So you're on my way. I was whether you want to be or not. We've been talking about her, but she's already been picked. So. All right. Well, names. My turn. I put my name in twice. So let me pick you. Of course you did. No, I didn't. I mean, I was thinking Josh has the better hair, but... Oh, let's go. I was only because he blow-dries it. He had that, like, Justin Bieber stage. Hush, 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 hush. I heard the blow-dryer going this morning, and it's All a right, podcast. One, one word. Uh, shorter. <laughs> that's oh, good. Oh, that's, that's actually good. really good. I like how everyone can get this but you. <laughs> <laughs> can I just start the time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know if it's shorter distance or shorter person or... Chris, stop doing that. <laughs> Remember that time when I had the AC on? <laughs> it's still on. It's been 25 seconds. Is it, is it me? Mm, tough definitely, break. Definitely Marta. Guess it was Marta. It was Marta. Oh. All right, and it's still one one. First to two. That could have been the win. Let's see if Allie and Carissa can pull they off get the double. I was going to say, she's like, yeah. yeah. Sorry. And you begin. Um. This game seems difficult. Why is this game Abdomen. Difficult? Yeah? Lack thereof, or? Lack thereof. Oh, okay. Look at it. I don't know if she's going to. I don't think she will. Lack thereof. I really hope it. So if it was lack thereof, I would have said Josh, but she only said abdomen, so. Yeah, but. What? <laughs> We're good. Defined abdomen. Uh. Well, we have to go with Henry. Yes. Wow. Nice. And that was a correct answer. Um, you want a rebuttal? Yeah, Even rebuttal. Even though this has work. been a long segment already. Or We're going to cut a lot of time. Yeah. <laughs> we might not need to cut a lot of this. <laughs> and to save it. I'm just trying to get them to say my name, you know? Coach. Danny. Who would have thought? Oh, Lord, we nomin. Oh, <laughs> now 2-2. Two, two. Plus a win on the warm-up, but it's fine. Okay. <laughs> Nobody wow. counts the warm-up. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't a warm-up until we deemed it after the fact. <clears throat> if you get this one, you guys win. Meat. Meat? <laughs> I mean, I have no idea. What? <laughs> no, that's it. Uh, I'm not saying Josh. anything. Josh. <laughs> oh, God. Whoa. I definitely knew that. Well, Josh, yeah. we, we were just talking about that yesterday. When it comes to cooking meat. No, no, no. All he has is in the fridge is meat. Yeah, that's when, when Josh stocked up for quarantine, he brought back from the store, like, 20-something pounds of meat and, like, one bag of spinach. I mean, Josh, all you wanted us to do was say your name, and now you're offended by it. Yeah. Yeah, it's just great. I would thought you would be, like, amazing or, like... <laughs> like, brilliant Scottish lad. <laughs> oh, yeah, just one word, isn't it? <laughs> Kilt would have worked, but that's less fun. <laughs> this sucks. It's tough. <laughs> so, Nia's a nurse. Ali B's doing her MBA. Ali L's trying to be a professional chef. Chris, what are you doing? I'm going to med school, Josh. When? Eventually. <laughs> <laughs> At some point. Yeah, fair enough. You still studying for that? Uh, yeah, I studied for like an hour yesterday. Mm, but before that, it been like two months. If only this was a visual what? podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You were crushing the studying in Albuquerque, though. I was. See, after quarantine was over, I uh, started hanging out with all my friends again. Oh. It takes up a lot of time. I have really? a lot of friends. I don't feel like that would take up much time. I don't really hang out with much though, so <laughs> <laughs> who do you hang 
Carboner. Uh, all the members of Vampire Diaries. Yes! Thank you. <laughs> Great Those show. Are my good friend, <laughs> yeah, Josh wrote this in, and I'm, I'm trying to figure out a way to ask this. Um, our boys are all tied down, and our women are free agents. Do you need me to help? I crushed it. <laughs> Who am I asking? Am I asking you if you need help? Why do I need help? I don't know. Is it Chris that needs help? Yeah. Are you suggesting we like? I don't need help. I know. I mean, like, I do help you though. I mean, like, I don't know why that was added because, like, you and I do look through Tinder together. Yeah, that's true. And well, that's your problem. Don't use Tinder. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Excuse me. I have a couple on deck right now. Oh, nice. hey, she actually had a very exciting match the other day. We cheered. Oh my gosh. Was, oh, <laughs> I was like, I'm basically married. You know. <laughs> there was Zero an explosion 100. of applause. Yeah. <laughs> so you want to talk about him? Um, yeah, so this guy, he is a PA, super cute, 26, haven't messaged him yet, but I think it's going to go pretty well. Wait, is this the one that's also like an outdoor adventure guide? Oh, the appline guide? Yeah. Oh, no, I haven't messaged him yet. I decided- Wait, oh. what kind of guide was it? <laughs> appline? Okay, so, alpine? <laughs> <laughs> you know, tomatoes, tomatoes. Is that right? That's all based off the pronunciation. Carissa actually has like her own English language where every word is pronounced differently. <laughs> Tempo? <laughs> Pint, pint. I still don't. Oh, that one's. And, and, and what I will do is I want to change this into a little bit more serious chat. And you know what I will say is me and Dave are sitting here with the more proper degrees. But I guess you guys have really worked hard for your degrees and just wanted to I kind guess. of know. Yeah, I guess because I don't know. <laughs> so we want to know now. So I want to know. Yeah, I want to know now. How was the balance between track and education throughout you guys' college careers? Like, was it? You know, me and Dave were definitely all like track, but you guys came out as successful and came out with proper degrees. So how was that like? Because, you know, that's what some people were asking us on our Instagram page. Like, these girls are all fantastic runners, but they also have great, you know, you know, great education behind them. So what was that balance like and how difficult was that to kind of do? Anyone want to take the lead on that one? Um, well, I guess... I've always just say this when they can. Sorry. I guess for me, I think that, like, having athletics actually really helped me in academics because it added structure to my day and, like, I was forced to be really good at time management and um, also just, like, running and being active definitely helped me focus, like, when I was in the classroom or was working on homework. Um, and I found that, like, when I was on a break from running or something, I actually just, like, procrastinated way more because I overestimated, like, how much time I had or, like, didn't take advantage of, of like, the moments I had to study because I was like, oh, I can just do it later. Um, so I feel like they actually, like, really helped each other. I'm going to second the time management and also say I had five years to do it, so. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Nia? Yeah, I'm going to third that. I think athletics definitely helped me manage my time a lot better because I only had like so much time to contribute to academics um and I think also too just the culture of Penn just having a ton of people that like also needed to say like when we would come back from meets everybody would get on their laptops and start doing work I think having a culture where everybody was work hard play hard at the same time really helped too yeah so surrounding yourself with the right group of people yeah I think yeah I can see that yeah, so I went to Samford, which is the number one school in Alabama. Thank you. So pretty prestigious. It was pretty tough. Number one in what, though? No, just overall. Tuition. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much it costs. <laughs> religious teachings. <laughs> but, um... Pay those professors for a lot, huh? Oh, yes. Um... <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely really good to get close to your professors and classmates as well. They're like... <laughs> they're kind of your teammates. So like if you do like teammates, bonds, whatever. I mean, there's really a, there's no line there. But um, <laughs> whenever you whenever I got injured, I found it really nice that like I would be able to like lean on my classmates and professors more. They were like my team as well. So I think it's really good to get to know your classmates. So you have some social support there if things start failing in the running department. I mean, I definitely had a better education than Josh, just with my GPA and accolades. Well, well done for having a good GPA and a communication degree. Yeah. Congrats. What was your communication degree, GPA? Uh, 3.2. Ah, 
Ouch, what a bummer deal that was. Anyway, but like I was saying. Wait, so Josh, how's that NBA going? Yeah, it's going really well, thank oh, you. How about no. yourself? <laughs> yeah. Um, so how's the book sales? Book sales have skyrocketed. <laughs> folks, let me tell you, book sales have skyrocketed since last episode. I've sold two more off my side. Wow. <laughs> That's I've almost, two. I've almost up. doubled my success over a week. Like, and it wasn't you or your mom? My sister. <laughs> But I would say back on the education that like when running was going well, I do feel like athletics, wait, running is athletics. When running was going well, I do feel as though education was going well as well. Um, when I was injured, when I was dealing with things, I felt like my academics kind of suffered as well. Um, so I do feel like finding a balance and enjoying both aspects of being a collegiate athlete is very, very important because you can't have one without the other. What's so funny? Are you sweating? No, you are. You're so <laughs> Can't take, I can't even hear anything you're saying because I'm so distracted. Just I just sweat marks. Josh just checked himself <laughs> to make sure that he wasn't sweating. I, mean, I, I was comparing myself today. Yeah, you're in a long sleeve, and I'm in a short sleeve, and I'm sweating. I'm literally just Dude, watching you, the circles grow. Oh, it's actually really funny because it's nice to see someone else do it and not me. Yeah, so this is what it's like when I have to stare at you all the time. Just sweat billowing from your arms. Um, so, yeah. Fair, let's, uh, Carson did turn off the AC in here. I, I turned it to 72. Uh, 72 so is very. Dave definitely turned it back on. Yeah. It's still no, not. You turned it back on. Um, and so we are going to move on then since we kind of chatted about college. We're going to go into signing to a pro team. So, what are the factors um, that played into your guys' signing period to get you to where you're at? Because we kind of have different experiences. We have. Alio giving up her final year as an NCAA athlete. We have Nia signing under the pandemic. We have out uh, what under the pandemic. Yeah, amidst the Am- pandemic. amidst the pandemic, we have <laughs> Ali Buholski signing as the below the pandemic. Below the pandemic, and we have Kristen Nelson signing uh, prior to the pandemic. <laughs> so we really have all these perspectives. So whoever wants to kind of start, like let's just talk about that signing period and what it was like for you and how. Brooks ended up on top out of the, the companies you're speaking with. On top of the pandemic. Ali, you said first, so do you yeah. want to go? I'll go. Okay, so I signed um, the same time that these two jokers did. Hello. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I was talking to Danny and the Beast quite a bit. I registered my, or I didn't have eligibility in my last indoor track season, which I feel like is when a lot of communication starts happening. So I feel like the ball got rolling a little late there. Um, but I had never been to Seattle and never like came on a visit here or anything. I just talked to some people, um, talked to the coach and Furman was Brooks as well. So we had that tie in with Matt and like the company already. And then I liked everything they had to say and the progression of the team. And we were also trying to like rebuild a women's team, which is something I was familiar with having gone to Furman. And I was really excited about that and wanted to help like get the team to where it is now and the women that are here with me. Are you happy with the women that have signed after you? I mean, about half and half, but half it's fine. Half. There's four, so 50% of it. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're all, they're all really great. We can just, we can very, keep, very happy. Yeah, we can keep the trend. You of, really uh, are trying to destroy the women's team. I'm trying you? to destroy I mean, I kind of wanted to get rid of Chrissa, but it's fine. <laughs> she likes at least one of us. <laughs> one person at the table. It's the one in Portugal, actually. Success. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that is a good uh, mention. We do have another uh, woman on the team, Marta Penfrida. She just won the 3K at the Portuguese Championship. We wish she was here, but she's taking care of business back home. Um, so even though this is four of our five ladies on the team, we do not want to forget about Marta. Um, so good mention there. Uh, Marta signed with us uh, about a year and a half ago now. And uh, she's a Portuguese Olympian, phenomenal athlete, and I think she's a centerpiece to this women's team, even though Nia, you've never met her. Is that right? I've met her. I'm, I came yeah. met her on my oh, visit. Right. And then we did some Zoom calls. But, yeah. Just okay, yeah. cool. So back on the conversation of signing, we'll just go with you next because you were next, right? Did yep. you sign before Allie? Yeah, I did. And then Allie signed after me because I signed. Hey, Much that's like, what I say with yeah. Josh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we all know where that conversation is. <laughs> but um, no, when I was searching for a team, I just wanted to like sign with someone who had the resources like to get me to where I wanted to be. And I knew Brooks had that. And I knew Brooks had some world-class athletes. And... And then also when I visited here, it was just really nice. The team seemed great, uh, even though they didn't really like me at all. um, (laughs) Thanks for telling me that, Dave. But, you know, the good thing is I started out with a bad first impression and came out on top. And now they love me. That's true. That's true. (laughs) Yeah. If you say so yourself. And Grey's Anatomy happened here, so that was pretty cool. Um, Yeah, I think I kind of echo what Carissa said. Like, 
looking into other teams, I felt like Brooks Beast really had like the full picture of what you need to be successful with like a nutritionist and an athletic trainer and the headquarters in the city where we train. And obviously Danny as an incredible coach with like um, a master's in biomechanics. I felt like those were all super valuable and that's not something you find on every professional team or honestly, I like, I don't know if there's another one that has all of that. Um, and so that was really valuable to me. And then the other part for me was like going into 2020, um, when I was signing in 2019, I thought it would be an Olympic year, like my first year as a pro. And so I looked at Danny's track record with athletes and saw that like almost everyone that signed with him PR'd within the first year. And that to me was really important, like seeing that athletes were able to transition smoothly into his program. Yeah. Um, I think everything that everybody said so far definitely factored into my decision to be here. Um, kind of a scary, strange time to be signing for me because I felt like, I don't know, I felt like I kind of had unfinished business in the NCAA and I tried to forecast a little bit and figure out whether or not there was an opportunity to come back in the NCAA next year and really early on in the process I just decided it wasn't worth it and it probably the year might amount to what it's looking like it's going to amount to so far. Um, so I looked to go pro and I was glad that I had the opportunity to do that. And there were some like some offers on the table. Um, and I kind of waited a little bit to see if anybody else would sign before me because I didn't want to be the guinea pig. <laughs> but nobody did. So um, I pretty much knew that I wanted to be here mostly because of the people don't let it go to your heads but um when I was talking to them they just felt like like family already um they were the first people to tell me like you should really do this like this just kind of sounds like not a great idea like um they like kind of told it to me straight from the beginning and I really liked that um and I also really liked coach Danny and his coaching philosophy so yeah sold pretty quickly do you think when people sign with specific brands you think it's do you think it's all money based or do you really think there's like a specific, you know, one thing about each, each like team and each brand that is saying like, this is what they offer, but you know, that's not as important to me. This is what they offer. Or do you think it's all kind of monetary? Uh, I think that that's like a really interesting part of signing pro because in college, like whatever school you choose, like you're going to get like your degree paid for and you're going to have an athletic trainer. You got your degree paid for? Some wow, of never heard Some of it. Of yeah. never <laughs> heard of it. <laughs> Didn't know that happened. Like, <laughs> scholarship? Oh, what's that? <laughs> Federal.gov backslash. Wow, love the D1. <laughs> but continue, Alan. But So anyways, like, you know, if, if you're a high-caliber athlete coming out of high school. <laughs> um, but anyways, like, it's really similar, like, what different colleges can offer, but, like, what different pro groups and different brands can offer can be really different. Like, not just from the money side, but, like, we were talking about from the resource side. And, like, you could sign with a brand and be, like, an individual and not have a team and have to kind of select your own coach and your own athletic trainer or whatever you need to be successful um, and so I think that like all of those pieces come into play choosing a pro group, which makes it like a more complicated process. Yeah, like you might get a higher salary with one pro team, but with that the other pro team with a lower one, you might have unlimited travel where the other pro team you have like 5,000 worth of travel. Yeah, I mean, yeah. contracts are very different depending on companies that you sign with. If it's reductions, if it's team travel, if it's paying your coach, like, I know in our contract, our contract's very simple, straightforward, where it's like, this is how much you're going to make, you're not going to get reduced, um, coaching's paid for, trainers are paid for, we have a team budget opposed to an individual contracted budget, and it's just like, those are things that I think, for me, and I don't know about you guys, but like, stood out when I was signing with the company, because Brooks was just like, telling it to me straight, like, this is what you get, we're not going to fluff anything, we're not going to add a lot of weird big words that communication majors can't understand, we're just going to tell you exactly how it is. And this is what you're going to be working with. And so, yeah, that's, that's a really interesting point that you bring up, Josh. And um, now that we're in this pandemic and there are some companies um, that may put more pressure on races as of now, Brooks has been pretty lenient if you're going to race or not. Um, racing during the pandemic. I haven't raced dur during it, um, but what could be better and do you think it is good enough right now for the situation that we're dealing with? It's kind of open to anyone. I haven't raced either, so... Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll start us off by saying, like, you know, Portland Track have put on some phenomenal races for us, and um, I think we're very grateful for that. 
you know, we can't sit here and say everything's been perfect because obviously it is difficult and, you know, the locations have been sometimes a little bit tough for us to get to, but, you know, that's just a part of what, what, what we're doing right now and, you know, at least we're not in, you know, the middle of Disneyland, like, mm-hmm. in a bubble and not, can't go out and get wings or whatever people get kicked out for, but um, it's, it's different, it's really different and, you know, we have now the ability to make... Um, hit some bonuses and, and go out and race some some top caliber athletes so you know I, I'm happy with it I think there's obviously stuff that can be better but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna out them and say it's been it's been bullshit in any way shape or form because they've yeah. done us they've done us a solid here yeah I was gonna say Portland track not only as like a venue to host these meets but also as like a spectator um, during this time like they've done a very good job of including the fans including the spectators making them really fun big friendly return of the friendly following this intergalactic Star Wars theme. I think it made it pretty user-friendly for people just to enjoy it um, for what it is while still maintaining like world-class performances. Um, so, yeah, I think they hit the, the nail on the head. And as we've said before, like I know like you guys had to get, what, two COVID tests leading up into each and every race. So yeah. if you've raced every week, you've had six COVID tests all come back negative. Like They're very serious about following the guidelines and rules. Nia, um, I just thought about this with that question. Talk about indoor nationals, because you were obviously collegiate um, in February, March. Like, were you in Albuquerque then when they canceled the national championships? In, I had just landed in Albuquerque, um, and then we turned off airplane mode, and then just a flood of texts and calls came in from both um, me and my coach, and we just knew that it was canceled at that point. Um, and then the first thing our program decided to do was they were like, you need to get on the next flight back, like right now. And we were just so emotionally and physically exhausted. We're like, we, we can't, like we need to spend the night here and then like regroup and then we'll go back the first thing the next morning, which is what we ended up doing. Um, but I know a lot of people were at the track and that's where they found the news. So, I mean, it doesn't, still hurts no matter where you are, but um, yeah, now I can, I can almost laugh about it. Yeah. Oh, nice. We're close. So we'll take yeah. that out. We'll take that out of the banter bowl. Um, oh, no. Um, but we're going to kind of move on a little bit too to the taboos about women's track. We had um, some questions submitted and some people that actually wanted to know more about like women in track. And so Josh is going to start with the first question. Uh, yeah, I, I, I felt confident talking about this. Um, I think, you know, we have some awesome... I'm going to read this out because I wrote it. Okay, I want to get it right. <laughs> we have some awesome, strong, opinionated women on this team. So I feel confident to ask these questions. As much as this podcast is about the laughs and the smiles of pu- uh, putting on a smile on people's faces, we want to be able to hit the serious topics. So there has been a lot of questions regarding um, what it takes to be a pro athlete um, as, a, as a girl, as a woman. And uh, what comes to mind when it comes to like women's taboos at this like level of you know athletics in your mind like what, like if if I say that what what comes to mind? I mean, the first thing that came to mind for me was like body image. Yeah, same. The whole like athlete triad too. Yeah. Female athlete triad. Yeah, can you actually describe the female athlete triad? Because I think that's super important. I feel like we should have the nurse Mia. <laughs> no. But it's actually like. The female athlete triad is kind of phasing out and they're now calling it red S, which is relative energy deficiency in sport because it doesn't just apply to females. It applies mm-hmm. to males as well. Okay. Helping you guys out too. Yeah, no, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause like body image is huge. And I know you took like a big stance on that with um, ESPN and things like that, which was, I think very, very important. And I think that a lot of respect that you get is your ability to be so casual and be so confident and like stand for what you believe in. And I think as professional athletes, like we have this platform that we're given to where we need to be able to have a voice, whether that's protesting against like athletes that are drug drug doping and like we are clean sport advocates, which all of us are. I mean, like we are in a position where we're pursuing our dreams and we want it to be pursued the way that we want to pursue it without letting outside noise kind of come in and and filter what we're trying to um, accomplish. So with like body image like what are things that like people misunderstand i guess about yeah um well i would say that a lot of the times people that are completely unqualified have a lot to say and so you really have to take like outside voices with a grain of salt like there were so many people when i was in high school that would say things like oh 
you know, you, you better not eat or you won't be able to win next year and stuff like that. Or like I was at a friend's house and I got seconds when we were having dinner and her dad told me, are you sure you want to eat all that? You won't be able to ramp the mountain as fast. And I was like, no, like I do want to eat all this and I need this and I'm hungry. And I think that like when you're young, especially people saying things like that can have a huge impact but it's important to know that like he he had nothing to back up what he was saying or like none of these people do and like you know what your body needs your body intuitively will tell you what it needs and you just need to learn to listen to that and feel yourself appropriately because that's the only way you'll have longevity in sport we had a question submitted by a guy actually uh, that said what are the unique challenges women face in college chase unique to women yeah, yeah. I think low iron yeah I was like sure. I came in my freshman year and my iron was a 7 or ferritin level it's still hard do most, do most college athletes get blood tested in D2 we as well? did it for a minute um, it depends under special protocol I would say like there, there were times not only in our own program but programs that I know where immediately people will be put on iron supplements without actually getting tested ever and I think mm -hmm. that is relatively risky yeah, um, so I would say <laughs> that whatever you're going to be putting into your body take your take your own blood work into consideration and, and take the executive disorders I guess to get testing before you really do anything like that because you could say runners need to be on iron but then you look at Josh, for instance, and Josh, no, I'm, I'm saying this is like a good thing, but Josh's levels, like Josh should never take iron or ferritin or anything. Like his levels are perfectly normal, no matter how hard he trains, what time of year he's working through the season, like he shouldn't be on iron. Um, whether or not a coach says that he should, he should get blood work and he did get blood work and, and things like that. So when you're in college and your body is going through these physical adaptions and physical changes, not only with puberty and maturity, I don't know, I went through puberty in college, but um, <laughs> it's, it's, very, it yeah, it's very important, kind of what Alio was talking about, how your body knows, and what, what was the cool word you used, intuitive? Sure. Intuitive. But yeah, so back, back on, kind of on the question, like ferritin for, for women, like yours was seven? Yeah, it was, it was... We got, I got tested. I was feeling really bad uh, coming off of regionals. I had a really good race, honestly, but I like could not recover from it, um, from cross. And so we got tested and it was a seven. And then it was never higher than like 55 or something throughout my time at Furman. And now with our nutritionist and stuff, it's like higher than it's ever been, which is pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, I would say also kind of, it's not necessarily just women and just college but I think that I mean I mentioned in our team meeting yesterday mental health is a huge thing yeah and I think normalizing talk around it especially given the like uncertainty that we're all facing right now is huge um, I mean I was seeing a sports psychologist um, what two months ago now and my perspective and just like ability to cope with things has changed it doesn't even have to be a sports psych just a psych in general um, because I think getting an opinion like kind of what Ali was saying with like body image getting like help from a professional instead of just like friends or teammates or whatever like they are trained to help you and yeah. I think seeing them um and like talking to multiple ones not necessarily just going to the one that's recommended or the one that like you find first I think they'll usually do like a free short session or something that you can get a vibe and I think that is super beneficial and I wish I had made more use of it in college when we had that resource like kind of given to us yeah and kind of going off of what Ali said I think like this isn't specific to females um but like being able to be happy and like handle yourself like through the ups and downs of running like when you're injured or just when you're not running as well as you want to like that is something that's really hard in college just because there's like there's no real off season like you've always got to be on like cross indoor outdoor um and so if you're injured like you're missing out on a lot and that's really hard to handle um, and so I feel like having a sports psych or someone that professional that you can talk to is really valuable. And when I dealt with injuries in college, my, my coaches actually forced me to go to a sports psych. Like I was against it. I was like, I don't need a therapist. There's nothing wrong with me. <laughs> um, but it ended up being like something that was very, um, therapeutic. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, like it should be normalized that that shouldn't be a taboo subject. Yeah. And, like, what do you have to lose, either? Like, yeah. 
everything to gain. Yeah. yeah. I think, you know, so what we're getting from that is make sure we're responsive about blood work. Make sure that we get it done before we make any silly decisions and so we can respond to how our body really reacts to what our day-to-day is like. And also, as professional athletes, as um, we have this platform, we should make mental health a bit more of a cool subject rather than a taboo subject which is you know I go and see a sports psych and I'm like when Alex said it I was like oh, wow. <laughs> I might go and see one of them myself it's actually a funny story why I started seeing one I oh, was really? talking to Dr. Kyle and I was like Josh said to me at the Atlanta trials that was just like I don't even remember what it was now but at the time mm-hmm. it was like right at the beginning of COVID um, he was like yeah I mean I'm glad Josh said that to you but remember he's not like yeah. a sports psych like I'm glad it helped you but you should go see somebody that's like trained to do this yeah Obviously, still rely on my teammates. It's really awesome, but I shouldn't have to like always pull from you or from somebody else on the team. So. Yeah. Um, so I guess this is going to be kind of like a blanket for all of you to um, answer on this a little bit serious conversation before we get into the ever famous Scottish banter bowl. Um, so, what would you go back and tell your high school self? Like right now, like if you could just give yourself a one-liner, like a, a few words to tell your high school self, what would that be? One word, but it can't begin with your first letter. <laughs> one word, but it can't begin with the first letter. Well, unknown. Unknown. We're gonna do. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna do two words. I would say trust yourself. Trust yourself. Yeah. Like it. Yeah. Carissa? I would say ask questions. You know, to people who are like better runners than you, because I had no idea what it took to be a good runner in, in high school. Like I didn't even know pro runners existed. So I think that would have helped my career a lot. Like it. Yeah. I need a moment to think about this. Yeah. Got any, yeah. Don't compare yourself to other people. Yeah. Dave, you got one? <laughs> um, just believe in yourself. I guess that's really kind of like what my, my mantra was in high school and college. And I think I kind of slipped a little bit um, as I transitioned into the professional life. Um, and now it's like back again. So like mm-hmm. I do believe in myself genuinely. And I think I should have told myself that in high school when it got hard because I never had hard hardship in the sport until this year mm. so just believe in yourself okay I have mine now I would probably say enjoy it and that sounds really cliche but I feel like the times that I ran the best in college uh, were when I just had like a true love for what I was doing and appreciated the moment and didn't like overthink everything you mean like run happy <laughs> oh, oh. oh. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Josh, what would you tell your high school self? Uh, <laughs> More pizza. <laughs> oh, okay, we're going then. Let's start with the taboos of Josh's trap. Knowledge of peanuts, it's fine. It only takes one breakthrough moment to be to be like the athlete I always wanted to be. You Are know? you the athlete you wanted to be now? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Does that feel cool to say? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm definitely not accomplished to where I want to be, but I'm on the track for it. So. That feels good. Yeah, it feels good. Yeah. You just have to stare at me so bad, you're like, that feels good. <laughs> that feels good, huh? You have to like believe in yourself. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Believe in yourself. Trust yourself. Have fun. Yeah. Run happy. Um, so, yeah, in a couple posts to go on our Instagram channel, we did a singlet give. or actually, to spoil it, we did a giveaway. We did a but singlet giveaway. We did a singlet giveaway. Yeah, I'm covering my armpits. I'm so thankful this is a uh, an audio podcast. Well, but actually, we're taking video. We right are now. taking a video so right now. There's evidence. I'm hoping I'm not in that. Um, but yeah, we went ahead over our Instagram and we wanted to launch our first ever giveaway. Um, and we put up a new pair of spikes, we put up new trainers, and unanimously almost, it was a singlet. And so with this episode, we're going to do a joint uh, men's and women's beast elite kit. And so we want to be able to incorporate you guys and your friends and your fans of the podcast to really showcase your support for this and also win some free stuff and, and represent the Is it the a singlet or is it race kit? Race you kit. You put race kit up there, so we're giving them shorts. Yeah, we're giving them shorts too. I always just call it singlet. Just live for losing money. Live for losing money. Live Sit for and it. kick at we lose money every day. Um, and so, yeah, we're going to give that stuff to you guys. Super pumped to get that sent out. Um, and maybe with uh, with those giveaways, we'll give some signatures. I'll sign the sign a piece of paper or an image to uh, accompany the men's kit, and then the women can sign for the uh, women's kit. But Josh won't do any signatures. Okay, we'll put a sticker in there as well. We'll put a sticker in there as well because we love giving away free stuff and losing money. 
Um, so Josh, let us lead into the round table banter ball. This is the most people and the most banter we'll probably ever have. I know, right? So this is going to be a bit different to our normal banter ball. Um, we like to keep it fresh, new, and we're just always bursting with amazing ideas these days. So we did some prep, pre-record, and we've written down some questions. We've all written down some questions and kind of put them into a sieve. Um, and then we're going to go around the table and someone will pick the question out. And we'll just, they'll just ask questions to everyone. And it will probably be directed at a specific person, but we'll see how it goes. So... Chris is currently writing a question. Yeah, I was going to say the, the cool thing about this is this kind of brings us back to our first ever recordings of the Sit and Kick podcast where we legitimately had a bowl of questions. And that you was had the, promised the viewers we were going to change every single time. The banter bowl. And I did. We, I promised the viewers we were going to change the bowl every single time, but COVID and, and separation anxieties happened. So me and Josh had to do a lot of our recordings over Skype. But today we have a new bowl. We have more banter and we are going to get started. Um... Nia, do you want to ask the first banterable question of this episode? That's the sound. <laughs> now you have a food page. Are you too good to eat other people's food? At Alio. <laughs> I'm sorry, at Olad We Namen. Thank you. And she said it correctly as well. It's not O Lord, it's Olad. <laughs> um, can't believe Ali's plugging her page more than Dave's plugging his book. Hey. <laughs> or his girlfriend at this point. Yeah. That's true. She's probably oh, in the It's not over yet. Necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, to answer your question, uh, my food page, no, I'm not too good to eat other people's food. In fact, I talk about. Um, you know, eating at local restaurants and ice cream establishments on my food page. <laughs> and uh, yes, I still eat other people's food. Just um, not David's. Did just, I take it personally? <laughs> <laughs> just not David's. Um, I saw him making the French toast and immediately exited the house. Um, <laughs> I saw him walking in with 40 eggs. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I like, and I thought off. this is a good time to leave. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Do you want to answer the next? Whoever is the question directed at will answer the next banter. Dave, mm. we're just going straight around yeah. the table. Um, how did it feel, oh no, how does, because this is current, how does it feel to be more part of the women's team than men's? <laughs> um, I'm explain that a little bit. Yeah, so I guess the easiest way to explain that is I hang out with the women on the team a lot more than the men. I don't know if it has to do with my femininity or ma- lack of masculinity. Or if it just has my relatability to women, um, but in oh, short, my girlfriend has more friends. Or my girlfriend has more friends on the team than I do, so I tag along. Um, I think that's but that's probably the most accurate. Um, it feels good because I feel as though I can express your feelings. <laughs> that's exactly what I was going to say. As though I can be myself. I can be myself. That's what I was going to say. And I felt like I had my sweat under control, and here I am uh, pitting out again. But it feels good to be part of the women's team, and uh, occasionally part of the men's team. I feel like I am the perfect package of uh, (laughs) men and women uh, for the team, so it feels good. Um, I do miss the men's team because um, it is fun to hang out with them. They do live farther away than all the women do, Uh, but... It's a good laugh to hang out with the women, and I enjoy it. And I'm gonna just answer the next question or read the next question. Oof. Oof. All right, Josh. Present. How do you not realize the plants you're watering are fake? <laughs> so, so Josh, if you want to give some context um, and answer this. If you don't want to give context, we can. Yeah, how about this? Uh, You and Carissa, since you you witnessed it. (laughs) Allie, do you want to give context on this? Okay, so Carissa's mom ordered us this little watering can to water our plants. She thought it was full size, but it's tiny. It's adorable. We put it next to the tomato plant in the window so that we can water it every day. The other day, Josh goes over there because, I mean, he had to... Well, we were having a conversation in the kitchen, and he politely walked to the other side of the room to fart. (laughs) And then he was standing over there to, you know, let it dissipate. And so he grabs the little can, and he's about to water the tomato plant. And I'm like, oh, no, I've already watered that today. So Krissa points to a plant that's next to it, and she's like, oh, you can water that one. So Josh starts watering it. He's all happy, happy little homemaker. He's like, this is so fun. And then Chris is like, you know that plant is fake, right? <laughs> like, how? <laughs> and he was like, what? No. No, and the best is 
not again. <laughs> not again. And then he goes on. He goes on to tell us that one time when him and Larimar had first started dating, he was watering her plants for three weeks, <laughs> meticulously watering each one without realizing that over half of them were fake. <laughs> and then she got back and she was like, why is this plant wet? It's plastic. <laughs> and she's like, have you been watering this? And he was like, oh, no, He's no. like, oh, God, this one's looking really good. I think it's thriving. It's like it's the only ones that stay bloody alive. I'll tell you that. Uh, Josh, did that answer it for you? What was that? Did that answer it for you? Yes. No <laughs> Get ridiculous. I'll take two questions. Okay. Dave. How does it feel? The suspense. Oh, okay. Sorry, I'm reading a bit late, so good. <laughs> Dave, how does it feel that between you and Olivia, Olivia is the fave? Uh, um, feels pretty good. Uh, as you guys know, my girlfriend Olivia Woods, we've been dating her <laughs> a good amount of time now. Madly in love, hopeless romantic. Why don't you propose to her then? Um, oh, wow. Um, yeah, you can actually tell us if you have a plan because she told us that she doesn't listen to the podcast. I, yeah, she doesn't listen to the podcast, so I could talk about my master plan. I do have a Your plan. master what? Sorry. <laughs> what Your master what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll have to listen to that. Um, but yeah, I don't have a master plan. Um, I'm not going to propose anytime soon. Why? Um, I don't know if I love her enough, you know? You know, love is. Um, you just said you were in love with her. Love is a plastic plastic plant that you have to water over and over again for it to stay green. You don't green. know if it's real. And you don't know if it's real. <laughs> and, and Josh, I'm sure your plastic plant hey, will can associate. But it will, my love will never die because it is plastic. Um, but I will say okay, someday. Girl. someday. So, so, so your love is fake is what you're saying? Uh, could be. He can't tell. Just like you can't tell. Yeah. I can't tell if my love is fake and you can't tell if plants are fake. So I guess we're on the same page. But... Um, I, I don't know. It's cool. It's cool that my girlfriend is good friends with um, all of my friends, um, and I'll tag along to as many um, friend things that she's going to if I'm allowed to. So, yeah, feels good. At <laughs> Olivia Woods, listen to this podcast. Um, the next question, Josh, name seven vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> Who's wrote this? Uh, uh, carrots. Broccoli, cauliflower, spinach, artichoke is the new one for me. What's on the screen? <laughs> Sweet corn, <laughs> peas. Okay, peas are a legume. Do you mean a legume? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Josh. You're good. You're in the clear. Oh, okay, Close enough. You're healthier than I thought you were. Wait, just because I can name them. Not eat them. Okay, eat them. There you go. Um, all right, this is for you guys. Um, team David or Team Josh? Ooh. Why isn't Team Olivia on there? <laughs> yeah, yeah that would be a no-brainer. <laughs> That's why. We like to ask the difficult questions in the banjo. I mean, ball. you're already part of the women's team, though. That's true. So, Josh, you might get an L, so let's go around. Uh, Nia? I can't choose. Perfect. Don't do this to me. Uh, I will have to say that both Josh and David have a key to my house. <laughs> oh, wait, I can choose. I'm going to go Team David because, Josh, you, um, you stole my shoe rack. On my birthday. Right, right. You moved into a room that I'd stayed in and I bought the shoe rack. And you said while I was sitting there, worked hard to drive to your birthday thing that I wasn't invited to. Yeah, and you weren't. <laughs> and there were shoes in that shoe rack. Yeah, I took them out. They were mine. <laughs> Recklessly so. <laughs> Dave, you're looking so, good on the sweat front, dude. Yeah, I got a lot more sweat on me, but that's one vote for David. Zero votes for Josh. This is like Survivor. Allie? Um, I mean... Between the two of you, I'm most comfortable with you texting me at 8 a.m. if you can come over. So I do that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Two votes for David, zero votes for Josh. Alio. Well, I'm gonna have to give another vote for Dave because uh, Josh has never taken me paddleboarding or hiking. Three votes for David, zero votes for Josh. <laughs> oh, this is a tough one, guys. Chris, please, just Josh, Josh would take this out of the podcast if he did the work. <laughs> I'm not allowed to edit. I'm not allowed to actually scripting these answers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I try to be 
a nice person, so I'm just gonna have to give my vote to Josh. Mm. Right. Mainly because he goes to the store, buys vegetables, and then they become ours because he does not eat them. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually so true. Change your vote then. Uh, uh, sorry. No, take that. An unfortunate loss for Josh two weeks in a row after Nigel Amos put him in the dirt in the 800. Oh. And we'll go, a go ahead and go to one of you two um, can draw the next one. Well, this is a great drawing. <laughs> is Marta here? I think Marta might be here. <laughs> it is a, for those podcast listeners not show, it is a dolphin. With a bunch of little fishies. Oh. At Olaud, we draw him. <laughs> All right, Dave. Oh my goodness, this is a guest, this is a guest banter. Oh, really oh you are part of the women's team. <laughs> no more Olivia, not you. But okay. um, how did your first I love you with Olivia go? Uh, Voice break? Yeah, um, so... Wow. Did, did anyone text Olivia? Did you text Olivia? You said you texted Olivia. I did Olivia. my research. Um, I was dating Olivia for a little bit, I think, and we were hanging out <laughs> in the park. Two days later. Two days later. <laughs> first day. Um, and we were laying there at the park, and I think I said, I love you. And I just remember Olivia saying something along the lines of, I love you, but I'm not, like, in love with you. <laughs> <laughs> Brutal. And I was oh, like, I like even more. oh, okay. I mean, that's totally cool. She's like, you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. yeah. Has that changed, by the way? I think I think it's changed a little bit. Um, I bought her a Nintendo Switch for her birthday, and she has yet to talk to me for two weeks. So I think our love is going a lot better now. Um, I Yeah, so I think she's in love with me now, but for the first long while, it was a slap to the face because that was the first girl that I... I feel like I really meant it when I said it, and she said, but I'm not, like, in love with you. <laughs> so, tough break for all those hopeless romantics out there. You will find the one, um, and they will probably say something that hurts you, but stay with them. Um, it'll, it'll work out. Um, yeah. Josh. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. This is great. <laughs> How did it feel watching white men destroy your world lead feel? Oh, world leads in inverted comments. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fantastic, actually. I just messaged him about it. He ran fantastically well. And I'm really proud um, that our, well, I say, I said this last time, so our Scottish record, I've never held the Scottish record, but now that the Scottish record is sub 330, I think that's a phenomenal achievement for such a small country. And, uh, you know, I think he knows as well as I do that we're going to be battling away with, with Chris and Neil for a long time to try and get that as close to the world record as possible. So Okay, cool. Just Chris and Neil? Uh, who else is there? Okay. <laughs> Is there someone else? Oh, those are just Scottish people. Uh, Logan yeah. Reese. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, sorry, I thought you meant. I forgot Charlie was just done. No, he's English. British. English. Dave said he does all the work for the podcast. You don't seem like that hard of a worker, to be honest. Okay, it's fine. I feel like you make Dave sweat less, but you could do more to make him sweat even more less Fair. than he does. Alan? <laughs> You know, I think the balance between you two is an integral part of the podcast. I think you each have your roles. Is David's role much larger? In what, yes. in what way is it larger? Uh, the amount of time that he puts in, I oh, would say. And doing what? Um, editing, helping write the script, recruiting people. Making cooking. us breakfast. Yeah. Time away from RuneScape. Yeah. First of all... Dave does a lot of work. <laughs> yes. This is an intervention for all that you want to know. But I write all the material. Dave does not write the material. He edits, which takes a long time. I sometimes write the script. When? Don't worry about it. When? Don't worry about oh it. God, we're breaking the up the podcast. Yeah, honestly, surprised y'all made it this, this long. Is, this, is, this is payback. This is the last episode. The yeah, team. right? <laughs> no, we do... We do um, a good even 70-30% of the work. Um, and that equals 100. Um, I'll back Josh out. Like, I literally won't, wouldn't be able to do my job if Josh didn't do his job. So when Josh doesn't do his job, I also don't get to do my job. So there's some fairness there. Um, Josh is the front end and the face of the podcast. Um, he messages the women's the team. And I'm the armpits. He's the face, I'm the armpits. But, um, yeah, I like to think that I do more work, but I think that's just my egotistical uh, approach to things. And so Josh and probably argue the same so yeah sorry josh i'm gonna i'm gonna have an escape goat for you it's fine who pushes the podcast i don't just that one away okay <laughs> okay was that yours no josh oh, <laughs> 
Why do you even buy vegetables when they just go bad every time? Why do you buy vegetables if they're going to go bad? Do you like wasting money on yourself as well as the podcast? <laughs> why do I don't waste money on the podcast. Do we you don't actually stuff. We don't waste money. We just lose money. You like losing money on <laughs> vegetables as well as the podcast. All I'm going to say is that I got a bad rep here, so I'm going to stand up for myself here for a second. <laughs> I don't enjoy cooking in other people's kitchens. And I... You know, I just don't know where things are, and then I have to wash up and shit. I don't like it. I'm here for eight days, and I don't enjoy doing it. So I've been ordering a lot of my food, and apparently that gives me a bad rep within everyone on the team. But, you know, it's just... I do wish you would divert your energy into roasting vegetables instead of people, but yeah. that's okay. No, I can't do that. And the last question was actually already covered as well is David a part of the women's team so everyone's on the same page yep. you as guests though got a pretty easy escape yes um, we did oh, we you, did what happens when you tell us to write banter poll questions all right. yeah, we literally um, wrote all of them <laughs> we, the women did write the banter I assumed that they would write towards each other but I well, no, we actually it, yeah. like each other yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you do and, and I think the situation is the most of the roasting that we could have done it was partly off limits so. Yeah, that That's is true. true. <laughs> that is true. We like to keep this a PG um, episode and podcast, and no one is stretching or coughing because they know that we could still do it. You just gotta bleep it out. We're not gonna bleep like anything out. Like I bleeped out. my bleep, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if there's anything that you guys need to get off your chests for the last like bit of this episode, I think it's a wrap on Josh and I's end. Typically, we let our guests name the episode, so you guys can all write one word and we're going to combine those words into a sentence and that is going to be the name of the podcast however try to be catchy try to be clickbaity um to get some views on this um and we will combine your words in whatever order what yeah I'll, I, josh you want to read them yeah okay i'll take them when they're all in you guys like my pens? Yes, they're great. They actually pens. are very nice I, pens. Like, I thought these were dates. Oh, yeah. Okay, my real Okay, so now it's 69.31%. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should have been 69. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, the episode name is In the Banta Bowl. Let me just work out the best way to. <laughs> you can say the four words and then. Diva unknown. <laughs> Fake plants. <laughs> and intervention. <laughs> it's an unknown diva fake planned intervention. <laughs> and that's the name of the episode. What is it? An unknown Unknown Fake Plant. No, unknown Unknown Diva Fake Plant Intervention. Alright, figure out who the unknown diva is, uh when you listen to this episode, I guess you just listen Did to this episode, so it doesn't make much sense. Figure out who the fake plant is. Figure out who the fake plant is. But again, we thank you guys for coming on to the podcast. This was a lot of fun. We hope you guys had fun. Um, yeah. Uh, appreciate you guys kind of spending your Saturday mornings with the Sit and Kick podcast. With Josh Kerr. I'm here, David Ribbage. Josh Kerr. David Ribbage. Josh Kerr's for real. Fastest D2, 1500 meters. Josh Kerr on the outside. Way up front now is David Ribbage.